All right, so we just finished the first part of the eight habits of great leaders with Craig Rochelle, and he wants you to understand that great leaders aren't born, they're created. He said, your habits create who you are. So why are we going through eight habits? Well, that's because he said, the best leaders aren't always the smartest, the hardest working, or the best connected. So guess what? That means all of us, because that's where we all start. He said, the best leaders intentionally commit to strategic habits that produce desired results. So what are the results that you desire? You need to build the habits around that. So the first habit that he talks about is the habit of no snooze, because that's what helps set the tone for your day. He said, so this is the three different ways that people get out of bed in the morning. Do you wake up naturally with no alarm and you just go out and attack the day? That's a very, very small percentage of amazing people. I am not one of those. He said, do you wake up after your first alarm? That's me. Or do you wake up after your alarm goes off, you hit snooze, your alarm goes off again, you hit snooze, your alarm goes off again, you hit snooze, and at least somewhere between one and five snoozes you get up. He said, according to a study done at the University of Notre Dame, 57% of people fit into that third category. And for the majority of my life, I fit into that category until I started the habit of no snooze. So this is a great one to start your day. And the problem with hitting snooze is that it jars your body. When your alarm goes off, they've actually done studies to find that the psychological and the physiological effect of your alarm in the morning uh, can cause certain problems. They found that a lot of heart attacks occur in the morning after an alarm. So adrenaline races through your body when your alarm goes off. Well, you, that can happen once, or you can continue to jar your body over and over again by continually hitting snooze. So you're compounding that problem that could lead to more psychological and physiological problems down the road. He said, when you get up the first time, what your body and your mind are saying is that the morning is important. You're going to attack the day. He said, start early. And if you can't start early, at least start strong. You know, there's no single perfect morning routine. I don't have a perfect morning routine. Craig doesn't have a perfect morning routine. You have to find out what the perfect morning routine is for you. So you have to ask yourself, what is your morning routine or how do you want to get your morning going? He said, one of the important reasons of why starting earlier, he said, maybe if you get one less hour of sleep because you're getting seven good hours of sleep, you can get up one hour earlier and start your day and have an additional one hour of work to do per day. He said, if you use the nerd numbers on that, that's an extra 365 hours a day, which turns into an additional 45 extra days of work per year. So how do you separate yourself from others? How do you go to that next level where other people aren't? All you have to do is wake up one hour a day, and that compounds to give you 45 extra days of productivity. Habit number two is the habit of pre-deciding. You know, be intentional. In our business, uh, we, we talk a lot about having your six lists. What are the six things that you're going to do every single day 
that you're going to be intentional about, that you're going to create a habit around that will produce results. He said, anytime you can make a decision ahead of time, make it. And anytime that you can automate a decision, do that. Because what that will do is that will cause things to happen for you in ways that you wouldn't otherwise do it if you miss out doing it every other day. So the, the power of pre-deciding helps compound the act of being consistent. He said, you will accomplish much more as a leader if you pre-decide and prioritize what matters most. So if you've got things that you know on your six list that you're going to do every day, make sure that you are fine-tuning that to where all of a sudden it's a well-oiled machine, and then you will be able to watch the growth compound. He said, when you make a decision ahead of time, you're making it easy to become the leader that you want to become. Because for many of us, we don't make decisions because we get analysis paralysis. So if you can make those decisions ahead of time or decide to have things in place to help you make those decisions, you will have greater capacity throughout your day to do things that you would miss otherwise. He said, don't live for years in the pain of indecision. Habit number three is doing the habit of the hard right. Because it's not a matter of if, but when hard things, challenges, and obstacles will come your way as a leader. So when you face challenges, you have two options. Number one is the easy wrong option, or two, doing the hard right choice. And the thing for all of us is we're always tempted to do the easy thing, which may not always be the right things. So many leaders ask, what's easy? And then they go ahead and do that. The best leaders ask what's right. And regardless of whether it's easy or hard or challenging, that is what they go after. So the difference between where you are right now and where you could be in your leadership may be the difference between the easy and the hard things that you're choosing to do. Are you delaying and putting off doing the hard things? Well, then you're going to delay and put off the reward and the different life that you could have by overcoming that hard thing. You know, you aren't working towards making tomorrow easier by doing the easy thing today. By doing the easy thing today, you may be putting off and delaying what's going to inevitably be harder because you're doing the easy thing now. He said, you need to work towards making your team better, not making things easier for them. And he said, you will never regret doing what is right over doing what is easy because most of the times you will end up regretting doing what was easy. And then habit number four is you first leadership. You know, we talk about this all the time, being a servant leader, putting others first. The difference between being a leader and a manager is a manager tells what pe tells people what to do. A leader goes out and shows the way and helps people along the way. He said, excuse me, it's harder to do than it is to think about. So in your heart, you may want to put people forward first. You may want to do the things and, and be that servant leader, but it is harder to do because you add people into the mix. 
He said the natural trajectory of leadership is to be me focused and self focused. You know, you speak first, you speak last. You know, you get the credit when things are going good, and then people tend to shift the blame when things aren't going good as the leader. So the first thing that leaders and you as a human need to take place is putting yourself in a place of service to others. He said, the perfect example of this is when you're walking towards the door with a friend. Now, when you get to that door, do you walk up first and open the door and let them go in? Or do you walk up to the door, immediately walk through it with power and, and walk and step into that room? That shows you the difference between how your mindset operates when it comes to your leadership ability and your leadership level of service. He said, we need to be a not me leader. You need to be a you leader. Quote from Simon Sinek says, the leader who gets the most out of their people are those who care the most about their people. He said, you don't have to like everyone in your organization because that's really hard to do. If you have a big team, it's hard to know and get to know everybody. And there are some people that you just can't work with. That's okay. You can care about them. You can love and respect them without liking them. He said, if you have the wrong people on your team because you, let's say, uh, you were given a team or a group of people joined your group that you have no control over, the thing that you have to do is you have to lead them to the best of your ability by setting the example. He said, if you put the wrong people on the team, then that's your fault. You brought the wrong people into your circle. So going back to talking about the circle of people around you, choose the right people. He says, if you have the right people, but you haven't led them well, that gives you the opportunity for growth and to apologize and to change your leadership. He said, start all interactions with others in mind. Lead with questions versus statements and requests. If you do that, you will be able to open up more conversation and it's more leadership than it is management. He said, some leaders try to take you and make you think that they are important, but the best leaders take you and help you see how you are the important one. So to recap the first four habits again, you've got one, the habit of no snooze. You're not going to hit that snooze button. You're going to get right up. Two, the habit of pre-deciding. Be intentional about your day and pre-decide what it is you're going to do to accomplish the best for that day. Number three, the habit of doing the hard right. We are going to do the right things over the easy things. And number four is the habit of you first leadership, true servant leadership, looking to help others and lead them well. Guys, Hopefully this helped make sure that you tune in next week for the other four parts of the habits of a great leader. Go out and make it an amazing day. And I hope your day is as awesome as you are. See ya.